Broke the four followers on Instagram. Is that me, you, Chelsea, <laughs> Kyle? Well, I, I, no, I, I need to follow. I, I need to follow. Well, it's Paul McKenzie follows it, which was real sweet of her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what's the, what's the name of this thing? Back porch. Elite. Okay. Porch Talk Boys, working title, <laughs> weekly change of title. <laughs> I made an executive decision um, at one point. Oh, All right. Gotcha. Make sure we're looking good. Oh, hell yeah, we're looking good. Oh, we're live. Me, you, Chelsea, Kyle. Uh, somebody mute no. your damn audio. Who is that, Chris? He follows it. Okay, we're gonna have to make uh, another edit here. Chris, Get another know. dislike. God dang it! All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to week two of the uh, Elite Porch Talk Boys podcast on the Porch Animal. Um, let's go. A little introductions. <laughs> Top left. He's the king of the Queens food scene, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Kyle Handyman. How you doing, Kyle? Well, Red I'm, I'm doing well. Trivia question. Yeah, Caleb, thank you. who yeah. sang Red Solo Cup? Toby Keith. I don't know. I wouldn't even begin to know. But nah, the man that loves know. Vol Baseball more than anything, he got his last haircut in the Trump administration. Mr. Hodtow, <laughs> a.k.a. Caleb in the top right. Oh, God. Um, Hello. And then we got the Admiral of the Vol Navy, Mr. Ships himself, Ted Frump. Chris, how you doing? I'm doing, Matt. How are you? I'm okay. And as you've heard them address me, I am Matt, your humble host. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. All right, guys. Chris is outside. Storms are coming. we got to blow through this. Not really. We're going to take your time. Tennessee. The only one on the porch, by the way. Well, I mean, why do you get to decide what a porch is, you know? But anyways... Um, Tennessee, week one, last Thursday night, took on Bowling Green. What was the final score? Who knows? 38-6. to 38-6. Was that what we expected? What did we expect? Where is it? Kyle, you said 67-17. to 17. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, you said 48-17. to 17. Chris, you said 41-17. to 17, And I said 59-13, to 13, so... Chris, so I was I the closest. Uh, no, no, you weren't. <laughs> I would have ever imagined that pessimism would win the day on a score prediction. <laughs> uh, yeah, just a rough game, in my opinion. Uh, Kyle, what do you think? What uh, What were your thoughts of Tennessee's first game of the season? Well, I mean, I was out on Joe Milton after. Uh, I don't know. Two drives. Going half. I don't know if I, I don't even know if I was out on him at halftime or third quarter, but at least by the third quarter I was yeah. out on him. We can go back but, and definitely uh, find out. But. Yeah. So I don't know. Other than that, everything was great. Um, I don't know. You can't really tell. Like I think our defense played okay, but does Bowling Green have anything to challenge our defense? I, don't I mean, know. that was the thing I thought so, is that Bowling Green's offense is pretty modern. You know, it's not like they're. Yeah. Throwing a bunch of one and two stars out there trying to be a pro style team. But I mean, I thought our defense was just great in pursuit. My cat is possessed. Uh Caleb, thoughts yeah. on the thirty eight to six 
Tennessee thumping. Well, yeah, I mean, the defense played pretty well, it seemed. I think everyone's already talked about it all week long. The story's the quarterback. How ours apparently does not know how to move his feet at times. <laughs> um, flashbacks to Gitmo. Uh, I have to say it is a great feeling to already be out on a quarterback after one week. Um, I mean, we, we clearly can't be out on Hypel just yet, so we've got to turn our anger somewhere. So it, it's, it's really fun. I'm glad college football is back. And it is we get back. To, or so they get to have some good old-fashioned hate again. Admiral, what about you? What, what were your thoughts? I was pretty miserable watching it. I mean, it was we're a traumatized fan base and we saw so many of the things that traumatized us before we had indecision from the quarterback we had inaccuracy we had not just jg yard or so overthrows we had hand 20 yard overthrows we well, had what was the had, tweet uh who tweeted the if you want i think it was big cat right what was it? Um, if you want Joe Milton to throw it 30 yards, he'll throw it, or 40 yards, he'll throw it 40 yards. If you want him to throw it 30 yards, he'll still throw it 40 yards. I, uh, any more thoughts on the win? I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. That, I mean, we genuinely <laughs> thought the screen, like, it froze. We thought it froze. He was standing there oh, so gosh. still. Yeah. And did you guys it, notice yeah. how many times did he roll, or, you know, drop back? How many times that he motioned receivers to like keep you know go deep go deep? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen yeah, that, that anywhere that, that, outside that of the red zone from a college quarterback? Uh, not since Not since Pigeon yeah, Forge School playground. He's doing it every play out there. What the hell, man? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the big story. Uh, Joe Milton underwhelming. Started great, eleven to twenty-two. That's why I think those first two drives. Were scripted plays. Those first two scoring drives were scripted, and then after that, it was kind of a test run. That's kind of the way I'm leaning right now. Is that they were seeing what can we just throw out there and what works, and hopefully that's the case. Um, Is that common? Is that what happens? I mean, how many times did you see him check down to a running back or one of those wide receiver screens? We threw back to back wide receiver screens to. Who's number three now? Josh Malone. No. Chris, come uh, on. Peyton. Pa- Javon Payton. Payton, yeah. Uh-oh. Payton, come oh. on. We're not, we're not going down this road. Uh, yeah, Javon Payton. Uh, we wouldn't have won if he had been out there. Yeah, so so we, we didn't see that play call the rest of the game, I feel like, but they look great on those scoring drives. Hopefully they, I don't know, they get a couple more in there. Um, well, how do you account for that kind of drop instantaneously? I mean, it, the, I, I don't remember us executing on offense that well for two series ever. It's at least well, years. One thing I noticed, I'm one of the idiots that rewatched the game last night uh, uh, just because my YouTube TV records it anyway, so why not? Uh, I... In Joe Milton's defense, I, I hate to say this because he did not run the ball like I thought he was going to run either. Like, he sucked at running, you know, and throwing. But 
there was two drives that I think that he hit Hyatt in the hands for a first down and Hyatt drop it. So those two uh, three and outs probably weren't on Milton as much as they were on Hyatt. That was one of the jokes I had coming in. It was going to be uh, Rocket Boy 2.0 is now on campus. because Did you all see that one he threw to Hyatt down in the red zone where they're like, oh, he should have caught that. It looked like it broke his freaking kneecaps. Like that thing was a rocket. Man, I've been saving Rocket Boy for a few days and I forgot it. Dang it. Okay. All right. Um, so another thing I noticed, and I said this on Tony, I got a great line from Tony. After the show, the Marcos Garza up all night, whatever you want to call it. Cam Newton cosplayer. I mean, how do you explain it? The guy literally is out there acting like he's Cam Newton. Even when he scored a touchdown, he did the Superman thing. Like, oh, God. Well, I how old is he? How old is he? 20, 21? Wasn't he a freshman last year? I think this well, is his third year, right? So yeah, there so. in, in in the bro- in the broadcast they said he had a degree from Michigan. Oh God! So and a degree from Michigan? Yeah, they said he's got a degree from Michigan in his back pocket, and now he has a Tennessee touchdown. That was like the comment. Uh, Hold on, I don't know because they put on the depth chart they put the uh, graduate denotion, and I don't remember him being one. But well, I mean. If they, I mean, I just heard it. I don't know. That's just what whoever the play caller was, or whoever's calling the game. Right. Well, right. you're right. Like he was, he was playing in 2018. Yeah. I did not know this. Yes, you want to join? Um. So. So he would have been a what, like 11 or 12 when Cam Newton was a Auburn quarterback? Like. Yeah. Old enough to know. Oh Lord. Okay, well, let's hope he doesn't start playing like the Cam Newton of uh, recent years. Um, guys, one thing that I was going to try to save all the way until today, how many times did you hear Rocky Top on Saturday? When we didn't score a touchdown, how many times? <laughs> You're obsessed with this I'm obsessed! Point. What the hell? <laughs> Why are we hearing Rocky Top? I don't want to hear... I, I made a tally. We heard the battle twice. We forced any turnovers... Saturday? No. I mean, well, it felt like the crowd. Okay. The crowd was in it the first half. I mean, you know, at least through you know, first of the second quarter. I mean, they were getting behind. You know, there were some big third downs where you got a lot of noise, and then it was just crickets after that. Well, okay. So yeah. when do you usually hear Rocky Top? Just like when there's a turnover, whatever you want to. With Tennessee, we don't. It, there's no rule. Just play no, the no, damn I'm just song. Saying, I'm just saying it was. Like the whole third quarter was Bowling Green slowly marching down the field to their field goal. Good, give them some Rocky Top. Do you you play Rocky Top in a seven-minute opposing drive? Do you know the only time I remember hearing Rocky Top was when they showed that pregame shot of the student section before the game? Even so, that's the only time I can remember it hearing it. You didn't hear it after the after the extra. I wasn't paying attention. Oh, you were just so distracted. I lost focus. I lost focus. Um, What what supplanted it? To what? What supplanted it? What did you hear? And did you like or hate that? Piped in music. Piped in music. Horrible. Stir of the pearl. So my my take on the Stantunes, I got the battle marked down as twice, Iron Man once, Neck once, Cashmere twice. Uh... 
Imperial March once. I didn't even know we played that. Apparently we're that was odd. Now. Uh, Carmina Burana once, Paint It Black once, Barbarian Horde once. Like, I mean, the staples are there, but Rocky Top, negative one. Embarrassing. Well, let's let's cause a turnover this week or have a decent pass downfield. All right. All right, to wrap up the Bowling Green um, game, what was the unit that surprised you most that you – left and said, okay, we got some ballers there. What, what unit was that? My gut reaction is, I mean, I thought the defensive line got some pretty good pressure on the quarterback. Are you looking at my um, notes? So I'm, pretty, I'm not looking at your notes, Matt. I, I mean, I so Rodney's got them boys playing well. We didn't even, I don't, did, I don't even think Aubrey Solomon played maybe more than a snapper to the whole game so did he play i i I think on tony yesterday they said that he's kind of a guy that's gone like i don't know if he's still with the falls so i mean i'm excited about the d-line especially if we when assuming we get young back at some point here i actually Um, reached out to our source tonight and um uh, asked him if he thought young is going to play so we'll see we'll see I'm still thinking. What, what surprised you? Uh, so again, I don't know how this is like good for us or like Bowling Green just did bad. But one, Joe Milton was just standing flat-footed the entire game. But with that being said, our offensive line kind of kept him clean for the most part. Um, you know, so I mean, like there was a couple times, and also the offensive line opened up some pretty crazy holes for our running backs. So, uh, again, that could just be Bowling Green sucking. So. Yeah, it's kind of the same for me. I did not expect to have 200-yard rushers. And yeah. Yeah. None of the, us did. Bowling Green uh, crashed. Their D-line crashed inside on every single play. So we <laughs> bloop and go. But then, like, I went back and watched a little bit, too. I was surprised at the amount of really successful in-between-the-tackles running. It's just not – it's a foreign sight these days. She wants to be a star. Oh, yeah. I do think, like, if we would have just refused to pass the ball and just ran every single play, like, we could have done that. That was one of those things where, like, like you got the game on, but it's like, I, I don't really know what's going on. And then you look at the stats, you're like, How, when did he get all these rushing yards? Like, wait, when did he get, like, right. that's the way I felt. I'm like, there's no way this stat is right. But apparently, we got some running backs. What was the news today? Uh, Caleb, wasn't you that said that uh, uh, Tyon Evans has COVID? Uh, that's the rumor. He either has COVID or is in the COVID protocols. Oh, or. gosh. So, but I mean, he, he's officially out there, right? We just don't know why. Who was the? I haven't heard that, Kyle. Who was the fourth running back of like Franklin Pierce Jr. or something like God? Jalen Phillips was Jalen well, Wright, Wright third. third, but they Jaylen, played a yeah. guy. I think his last name was Pierce. He got in late. I don't know. Did D Beckwith no, didn't we, see a single? Uh, no. Didn't we just didn't we just have a, like the fourth string running back uh, transfer like right before the season started? I, I local know. local kid local kid. 
sports talk show we don't know we just don't know <laughs> oh yeah t hodge t hodge yeah oh t hodge that no. was like t. a week ago i think he was he was not gonna see the field yeah, he might have yeah that's what i'm saying but it was, was like a local connection commit so well, all right he any was, more thoughts on the bowling green tennessee game anybody watch the pride we halftime? expected us to shank our first field goal attempt of the season so that was another surprise oh, that yeah, we actually dude. made one so. Blood. Yeah, he actually looked pretty confident. Bloodbath McGrath, baby. Love him. <laughs> Love him. <laughs> uh, kick the game winner in the Rose Bowl against Penn State. Oh, boy. He's going to – oh, spoilers. But he's going to he's gonna uh, put us over Florida in a, a few weeks. Jesus. All right, Tony. Yeah, no, no. We'll get to it. We'll get to that. Okay. Uh, any more Bowling Green? Nope. Good. Okay. Um. Staying on the topic of Bowling Green, uh, is <laughs> um, is Joe Milton going to be Josh Heupel's first big test as head coach? Yes. 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 Okay. I mean, obviously. I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean his first big test? Like, like whether he are we going to get uh, Pruitt with Garantano? I mean, is this? Is this you know? Trust my word. Your your opinion doesn't matter. Is he going to stick so. by this guy and fail his first test? Maybe not purely as a football matter, but as as fans, the fan base. If if we continue to see a second and third quarter performance from Joe Milton throughout the season, and we just stick with him because he's the guy, we're going to go nuts here. Yeah, we're we're all living in PTSD right now, and like we need to give see reasons to get us out of PTSD. Okay. I mean, the reports were that that Hooker was the far better passer and had a really really good camp. So we have viable options back there if this guy is just all skill and no substance. I mean, it feels like he was playing in an offense that was most like Heupel's probably, you know, with Fuentes. Boy, that lightning behind you, Chris, looks amazing. Ambience is beautiful. I agree. Yeah, ambience, please. But... <laughs> didn't, uh, didn't Hooker have, like, a come-from-behind win against Miami when he was I, at Virginia Probably. Tech? I mean, it's Miami. Everybody beats on yeah. these days. I mean, they got, they got a decent defense. I think there's reason to have some confidence in him. But like I said. I will say, I can't wait for our fans to be to hear Heupel say, like, you know, according to what we see in practice, he's our best chance to win. Like, if he says that. Already triggered. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hadn't even thought of that, but my God. All right. <laughs> um, so that's kind of a wrap of a Bowling Green, um, yeah, I'm not sure what to think about the quarterback situation. Like, I hope he gets better, and I hope that this game was kind of just a, a rough draft of what you can do on offense. So we'll see. We'll we'll see how he plays this week. Last yes. question yes. on it, though. Yeah, did it do anything to your ten and two season prediction? <laughs> Chris, don't spoil anything for the end here. That's <laughs> oh, okay. so what happens when you don't give me any yeah, notes. Yeah, we can't give them everything yet. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, Saturday, noon Eastern on ESPN. What, what channel is that? Well, okay, what childhood channel was ESPN for y'all? 
32 except 32 and what was 14. the other one? 14. 14. Yep, 14 and then 32. That's right. Yeah. And then Where we had to world? be all American and get HD channels and ruin it all. It was easy when it was like 1014 or 1032, you know, but I was like, Why oh, is that <laughs> What? Why is that easier? Well, I mean, because it was just, okay, I know the HD channel is just this channel plus a thousand. So, but anyways, we got Pittsburgh, noon, noon o'clock, noon <laughs> Easter, uh, Neyland Stadium, uh, Tennessee, as of my checking, was a three and a half point underdog. Uh, anybody know Tennessee's all-time record versus Pitt, Pitt, bleh, Pittsburgh? Yes. I think we're 0-2. Yes. You think or you know? It's going to be one worse after Saturday. Kyle. <laughs> are we are 0-2. We are 0-2. What years were those losses? I assume Johnny had us play them. 80 and 83. Johnny had us Guys, play them. Guys, I've got, okay. All time versus Pip, we have scored nine points. That is vintage. That was a field goal and a touchdown. How do you think we scored that touchdown? Pick six. A Willie Galt 100-yard kickoff return. We have never scored 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 a an offensive touchdown oh. against Pittsburgh. <laughs> never. <laughs> Nine points all time. Just got demolished two times against them. Uh, but Pittsburgh, led by Pat Narduzzi, seventh season. He's forty-three and thirty-four. Um, honestly, not not the highest caliber of head coach. I mean, has only won I think eight games at most in a year. Five losses usually. Um, so what do we think? Three and a half point underdog for the Vols. Pittsburgh, Noon Eastern, Neyland Stadium. What's going to happen? Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crickets were, were saying, well, that's, that's, that's. <laughs> um, Pitt has the Pitt super laser, but I don't think we are the team that they engage it on. But listening to their talk show people and just a gentle perusing of their boards, they feel like, okay, this is year seven for Pat Narduzzi. He's won some big ones, but lost a lot of, you know, ho-hum games like this. Sad to say this is what we are. So will we win? I don't know. Their defense seems to be pretty good. They got a senior quarterback. They got that Florida transfer at tight end, Lucas Kroll. Uh, it has all the makings of a Tennessee loss, and like just it, it feels a lot like BYU. It feels a lot like any of these early season out of conference games. We come in, we're hoping that something happens, and it just totally breaks the other way. Jump out know. to a two touchdown lead and then lose in the end, like always. <laughs> That would be interesting. Yeah, um, Kyle, what do you what do you think? What are your thoughts on Pittsburgh versus the Vols? Uh, kind of with Chris, like it feels like this is the game we lose. But also from listening to like sports radio and hearing their people talk, this feels like to them this is the game they lose as well. So it's like who's gonna like lose it first? I guess I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, like the one the scary thing for me as a Vol fan 
is Pittsburgh is 0 for 6 against uh, on the road versus Power 5 under Pat. That- so, like, we're o- we're obviously going to be his first road win. I mean, that's just <laughs> so vols. Put them oh. over the next level until they finish the season 6. Yeah, and six like, <laughs> it, that's going to be the talking point. Is like, you know, Pat Narduzzi is not won a Power 5 road game until Tennessee. We do love giving Are other teams. Power team- 5 anymore other than just by conference – alignment alone like gosh i mean yes caleb tennessee pittsburgh tell us why we're gonna <laughs> blow them out uh, i'm afraid i can't do that um i Be literally know nothing about pittsburgh other than the name of their quarterback so i can't really break the game yes other i can't really break the game down on x's and o's i can only say the vols are entering into an important contest so I think that tells you all you need to know. <laughs> well, we'll give you some X's and O's. Um, did any of you watch any of the highlights of that Pittsburgh? Um, who'd they play? UMass, 51-7. to uh, Anybody watch the uh, highlights of that? I watched like five minutes of the real-time game, but no highlights. I did we too. Tried. And my thoughts was Pittsburgh doesn't look that athletically imposing, like – I think we match up with them uh, pretty well, um, uh, strength-wise, physicality-wise. So it's going to be an interesting game for sure. Um, in that fifty-one to seven win over UMass, what did we beat UMass? wasn't Wasn't it like a one touchdown game a few years ago? Regrettably, maybe <laughs> I remember. I couldn't watch that game, but I was listening to Bob, and I was like, I don't know which is worse. Um, Pittsburgh had 598 yards on offense, 375 through the air, 223 rushing, four fumbles though, two of them lost. That's uh, what do you guys think? Are we going to be able to force some turnovers? Didn't get any last week. Theo Jackson Pitt, close on that one interception, but Pitt is as scarred as we are. Mm-hmm. Like historically, their fans like to this day, it's same old Pitt. As soon as something bad happens, it's same old Pitt. Time they out, are just. Out. Waiting for it to break. Go ahead. Do you know how many national championships Pitt claims? Is it like 13? Okay, not that many. It's nine. Fifth all time. Fifth all time. I was like, "Uh, what? Excuse me? My my Rona, me. The one in 76 or all the other eight before that, I assume? Yeah, probably during uh, war years, but... Oh, that's neither here nor Bama. Um, so what were we just talking about? Oh, yeah, the fumbles. Are we, are we going to be able to force some turnovers, Kyle? I would say no. Just because, I don't believe it till we see it. None. Yeah, you don't I, believe it. We're going to get interception until I see it with my own eyes. Yeah, I don't. I just don't. I, I, I just don't work. I don't, I don't know. I just. I'm just so – I don't know what to think about this game. Speaking of Theo Jackson, though, did that guy not look like a baller on Thursday night? He was everywhere. Like, I kept all night. I was like, okay, I'm going to watch Jawan Mitchell this play. You know how many times I actually did that the whole game? One time. One time. Well, that much? Yeah, I didn't see him ever. It was always Aaron Beasley or, you know, one of those other linebackers in there. So, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I had the stats to back it up. Like, I didn't expect it, but. Terry Fair loves the guy, so. Terry Fair loves all of our players. 
He's got to. He's right? the pros, but I love you. Love you, Terry. Um, all right. So can the yes, offense – sorry, go ahead. Yes, we will force a turnover. We were close oh, on sorry. a couple against Bowling Green. Yeah. Like it, it's an I mean, early I think game. that could be a huge game changer. If we can force you know two turnovers, that goes a long way with this offense, not, hopefully. I feel like it's going to be so much us as it is Pitt just kind of being Pitt. Right, right. They, they do things, and then it all just goes to Pitt. Um, so who's going to throw the game away more? Is what yes. That's well, that's the flip side. How many interceptions is Joe Milton going to throw? I mean, right, right. Real football team. Well, none because he's not going to throw the ball. He's just going to stand back there. So, <laughs> how many? I thought near somebody would in- laugh. What the? F- <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, thanks for that segue into our question here, Caleb. Will the offense show any improvement this week, Kyle? Uh, yes, and I, that's just me being a sheep. I don't know. I have no nothing to say with that. Just yes. Okay, well, Caleb. I mean, I think the running game is definitely going to take a step back. We're just not going to get that those kinds of holes and lack of speed on defense that we faced last week. I find it hard to believe we will throw for fewer than 150 yards like we did against Bowling Green. So, I mean, I think I think the passing game will have to be better and the running game will definitely be worse. So, yeah. Chris? Probably not. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. I know I wholly agree with that. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know how the passing game could be any worse. But yeah, we're definitely not going to have two hundred yard rushers. I mean, that's and amazing. What what did he start like nine of 11, 11 of twelve, something like that? Yeah. Holy hell! Um, he had, is it true that he only completed two passes in the second half? Probably. I think he finished like eleven of twenty three or something, right? Yeah, I heard that a couple times. I was like, that can't be. And true. one of them horrendous. was a didn't tell them happened. One of them, yeah, was an underthrown ball to Tillman that he caught for a touchdown. Yeah, Tillman intercepted his touchdown. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well said. Uh, speaking of running backs, what were you guys' thoughts? Who who looked better, uh, Tyon Evans or Jabari Small? COVID boy. Chris? I mean, I just thought he showed a lot more. Agreement? Yeah, Tyon yeah. Evans. He just, his burst Light was... and day difference. I said, yeah. like, night and day difference. <laughs> um, I yeah, I thought the difference in those guys was huge. Um, all right, uh, Byron Young is he going to get the Urban Meyer treatment? We're hopefully going to get confirmation of this later in the week. We'll keep you updated. Yes, cat. Yes, cat. Um, is he going to get the Urban Meyer treatment? Is he gonna? Is he gonna serve his second suspension against Tennessee Tech? No. Okay, Kyle. Oh, we're, we're Tennessee. I don't think we get the benefit of those kinds of things. Yeah. The last thing I saw was like Heifel said, "We're waiting to hear back." So if he was gonna play this week, I think Heifel would go ahead and say that, right? He wouldn't be saying we're waiting to hear back. I don't know if you would necessarily say that. I mean, coaches are weird. With you know, I think he's a yeah, <laughs> Chris, you think he'll play? It's hard to. I, I, 
everyone has talked about this kid, but I, we haven't seen or like. I know nothing about him. It's hard to care. I mean, I think I mean, his position is one that's really easy to make an impact at. Like, what'd you, what'd you see? <laughs> the wind is picking up. <laughs> the wind is picking up. Okay. Well. So yeah. No. No. They had to look back for the wind. I guarantee. I. I I bet we actually probably find a way to have him serve it against Tennessee Tech. Is that the whole issue? I'm not real familiar with it. I mean, it. I think if we if we technically appeal it this week and it is pending appeal, um, he can, I guess, play uh, having already served one game. And then, um, right. you know, next week when says, oh, it's tonight. Okay, well, he'll sit. I think that's their, that's their play. Yeah, like he can kind of choose when to – Sit out the two games. Well, it's not really like choosing. City Mount versus it's, like South it's, Alabama. It's the formality in the in the, the right, appeal, yeah. like when you put it in. I would say I don't know. I'm not a compliance expert. Um. So, game predictions: Tennessee, noon, Pittsburgh. Kyle, what you got? Score and MVP slash P's. Uh. I'm not doing it. Oh, yeah. The, uh, uh, by the uh, way, the over-under is... I actually don't remember what it is. Uh, yes, cat. I don't remember. Oh, well. Wait, wait, wait. Here it is. Here it is. Uh, 57 and a half. Yeah, sorry. 57 and a half. <laughs> I was thinking, uh, like... 20, 28-24, Tennessee. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give, us, give us one player of the game. Who do you think is going to be player of the game? Uh, let's just say Hyatt. He makes a bounce back. Oh, God, okay. Going out on a limb there. Caleb, who you got? Yeah. I'm going to say Pitt 27 to 23. I'm going to say the player of the game is Kenny Pickett. Who? Is this a real player? Who's the Pittsburgh quarterback? I don't know. I said Dan Marino, and you said, yeah, that's right. I said, okay, Dan's got a son. <laughs> Kenny Pickett. Okay, if that is his real name. Chris, what about you? I say Pitt. 23 to 17 oh, and I bet that I bet that tight end lights us up for a score or two crawl that oh, tight that's end a good pick. okay um he's a Florida guy this is what they do I yeah I can't wait to hear me banks cover tight end <laughs> <laughs> hey I thought he actually looked like he was a little quicker this year I thought he uh he appeared a little little Bowling green, bowling green. Come on, it's still a Division One athlete. Um, I'm gonna say Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee thirty-one, Pittsburgh twenty-seven. Go Vols! <laughs> Chris, Chris, get out of the barn! What are you doing? Need a shearing. Uh, and my MVP of the game, we're gonna be Cooper Mays. Um, <laughs> my MVP is gonna be Cedric Tillman. I think I love Cedric Tillman. 
Love him. All right, Why? you guys. I don't know. I just like him, okay? You don't have to have a reason. He looks good. He's a good wide Heart. receiver. Yeah. Quick boy. And I think he wore number four, which I like number four on a wide receiver. Uh, Stallworth, well, Wade, Jones. I mean, come on. Dominic Wood Anderson. <laughs> yes. John Kelly. All right, you guys ready to go over some over-under from the previous week? Hit us. Okay, well, we had a tie for the most hits. Chris, give yourself a round of applause. And Caleb, both got four right. Kyle, unfortunately, you only got two. Uh, moving on. Um, <laughs> uh, it says zero, but that's got to be a typo. <laughs> I don't believe that. Um, attendance, we set it at 85,000. Uh, announced was 81,000. So everybody hit that except for me. Um, points under uh, was the result. Kyle, you took the over. Caleb, you took the over. Chris, you took the under because you hate the balls, and I took the over. Joe Milton, let me get my notes here. Joe Milton, over 300 yards passing. It was an under. Kyle, you took the under. Caleb, you took the under. Chris, you took the under. And I took the over. But there's my <laughs> quote here. <laughs> Kyle, you said he won't stay in the game long enough to get 300 yards. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chris, don't well, laugh. I, I... Yeah, Chris, you said that he wouldn't play the most. You said that other Ooh. quarterbacks would play more than him. <laughs> so, Caleb, congratulations on your on your Joe Milton win. Um, Good pessimism won the day. Uh, Evan Small, 100 yards for both. Uh, we all missed it under. Um, Wide receivers with two touchdowns. Caleb, you took the under. You won that. Everybody else sucks. Took the over. Sacks, we set it at three. Um, everybody except for Chris took the over, and we got two. So, Chris, congratulations. Transfer portal uh, references. Uh, we set it at four, and I didn't notice more than two, I would say, right? Did you guys notice any more? Yeah, I heard one in the pregame. Yep. Yeah, one. so... Caleb, you took the under, and I, in fact, did not say, so whatever. That's one win for me. Um, And then wins for the season. Kyle, we set it at six. You took the over. Caleb, you took the under. Chris, you took six, and I took the over. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. All right, you guys ready to play this I'm week's okay. over-under? Mm. All right, we've got a noon kickoff. Attendance, ninety five thousand over or under? <laughs> under. Under. Afraid I'm gonna have to go under on that. <laughs> Thanks for the free point, man. <laughs> Jesus. I'm taking the over. I mean, where is you guys? Why oh, aren't Vol fans oh going? My God. We showed up for the most random football over the last decade. Now we're not gonna go. We might score some points. We didn't put 95,000 in our last Georgia game. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Oh, God. Okay, okay. Well, I can't <laughs> yeah, change it we, now. Should you change is... the number? Oh, okay. I set it as a hard number there. 
All right, next points. Um, wait, no. Okay, yeah, next points. Fifty-seven and a half. Kyle, over under. Um, like right at it, so over. Okay, Caleb. Under. Under, Chris. <laughs> Sorry, I was. <laughs> Wind is blowing the umbrella. <laughs> Think the table might tip over. What was the what was the question? Uh, fifty-seven and a half points over under. What's twenty-three point under? Twenty-three seventeen. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Kyle. You said over, but your score was twenty-eight to twenty-four. <laughs> I know. I was... <laughs> <laughs> you want to change either of those answers? No, okay. No, we'll uh, keep both of them. As okay. Is. <laughs> well, at least you might be right on one of them. Um, I'm myself, more confident in the over/under. Fifty-seven. What did I say? Thirty-one to five. Over. Okay. Uh, what do we got next? Uh, quarterbacks played one and a half. How many QBs will the Vols roll out there? One and a half. Over/under, Kyle. Oh, jeez. Um. I say Milton's playing the whole game. Okay, so under. Caleb? Yeah. I'm going to say under two. I don't think we're going to blow them out. I don't think we're going to get blown out. So I'm going to go under. Okay. Chris? Yeah, I have a... It's hard to imagine Milton playing bad enough to get pulled. Like... We're we're gonna be frustrated with him, but I don't think like I think he rides it out. Uh, but that's you know, injury. Uh, standing back there, I'm afraid his legs are gonna get taken <laughs> off. Yeah, so, uh, oh, does this take into account like just playing the entire game, right? Like just we could have quarterbacks played. He Hendon Hooker can come in. Don't think about it too much. Hand no, it off for no, one I, play. And give my answer. I'm gonna say over. I say we probably have like a like a, a strong hit or something. He has to go out for a play, or his helmet comes off or something. Okay. Well, I'm also taking. Well, also, a nice little wildcat package or something. That'd be cool. Oh, that would be nice. Has that been used in the last but five what? years in the college game? I mean, the wildcat package is essentially what every offensive system is now. It's just with a guy that can throw the ball a lot better. What's Gerald Jones doing these days? Yeah, who knows? Hmm. Um, I'm taking the over on that <laughs> as well. Okay, next. 100-yard. Uh, wait, wait, we skipped one. In-game Rocky Tops that are not a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? You guys don't like the Vols? Hello? <laughs> Four Rocky Tops, not a touchdown. Over, under. Kyle, this, this means only on TV. Right? Uh, that we can hear on TV is that, is that okay? Well, yeah. Let's, let's set it at three then. Three, three okay. Rocky Tops on TV, not a touchdown. Over. Over. Okay, Caleb. I'm going over. I think we're going to get you know a turnover on downs, maybe a couple turnovers. I think we'll go over. Okay, Chris. Well, as Tony says, everyone in the AD listens to his show, so I'm I'm sure some intern stayed up all night and heard you about six in the morning. <laughs> it was seven seven thirty in the morning. Seven thirty 
seven thirty in the yeah. morning. Need <laughs> more Rocky Top, so I bet they take that into account. I'll go over. Okay, over. Um, I'll also take the over. Fingers crossed. All right, hundred yard running back, one and a half. Uh, under. Yeah, I mean, this really changed today with the COVID news, Caleb. Yeah, I'm going under. I'm going under. Okay, Chris. You got to go under. I mean, okay. That's what I was saying. Does Joe Milton count? Like, is it, a, we'll is say, it yeah, more we'll than a 100-yard rusher? Or yeah, that's count. what I was thinking when I read it. I was like, well, now we should have. 100-yard rusher. Okay, not running, but rusher. Still one. Should have made it a fifty yard rusher. No, it's my show. No, it's not. I'm sorry. Uh so we got under under I'm taking over. I think we're gonna run a lot of tight end sweeps. Get that edge. Uh hundred yard wide receiver. All right, hold on. Wait, Prince wait, wait, Prince and Fan's gonna run for two. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, of course. Joke, guys. It's a joke. Hundred yard wide receiver, uh one and a half. Under. 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 We spread it out. I'm taking the over. Okay. Um, couple more here. How many times are we going to punt the ball? Four and a half times. Over, under. <laughs> Way over. <laughs> over? Okay. I'm going to say under. Okay, Chris. <laughs> Way, way over. Oh, I'm sad to hear that. I'm taking the under as well. Let's go, Kyle. A uh, couple I more here. Uh, Johnny Majors mentions three and a half. Oh, God. Over. Oh, God. That's, yeah. That's easy over ever. Yeah. Easy over. Yeah, we should have set that higher. Over, over, over. over. <laughs> okay. Um, will the announcers mention... The restaurant Littons. Yes or no? This is a yes or no. Who's calling the game? Do we know? God, no. I don't know. I'm going to say no. Tom Hart's dad just died. He's probably not calling our game. He's the only one who knows such local treasures. Or Todd's taste of the town. Todd back. Is he still, uh, does he still like do stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I saw him. He was on Fox, right? I don't know. I saw him do a taste of the town last this past weekend, but on some channel, hmm. he was sitting at some diner. Okay, anyway, well, it's under. Okay, no, Chris. That's a big no. No, I'll also go no. Okay, dumb question, but we added it. And fish- last one mentions of Tennessee players transferring out one and a half <laughs> times. Over under. Under. Okay. One and a half. I'll say over. Okay, Caleb. I'm gonna say over. Yep, I'll also go over. <laughs> okay. Well, that is our um, that's our over under for the week and a recap of last week. So let's start the wrap up here. Uh, this week's Vol fandom question: What was the first game you ever remember watching? Did you do this last week? No, we did. Yeah. What did we do last week? Uh, First game we attended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was late when we did this. 
Okay, I've got mine. It was 1994 Kentucky. Jesus. Because we went to Miss Husky's second grade class, went to Neyland Stadium, went in the press box. We wrote letters to the players. I wrote to Leslie Ratliff. And that, no, that wasn't 94. That was 96. But 94 was the first game I watched because I distinctly remember Leonard Little sacking Billy Jack Haskins over and over and over. And the guy is just walking on the field and his arm is just hanging out of the socket on his body. Then he just busts past us for like a 90-yard touchdown. It was insane. It was like a 40-point win, though. (laughs) All right. Great play-by-play on that. <laughs> Next, who, uh, who'd you watch? Or what was the first game you watched, Kyle? Uh, I have, like, you know, I'm, I'm a little late to the party here. Like, I have, like, images of, like, watching, like, uh, Peyton versus, like, Nebraska and stuff like that or, oh, like, yeah. those type of things. But, like, the one game that I actually truly, truly remember watching and, like, I processed it was probably uh, – I mean, I watched the national championship game, all of that. Um, that's the that's the like the first one I can actually remember, like processing. Right. All right, Caleb. No, mine is the same answer as last week. The '96 Kentucky <laughs> game that I went to. I don't remember watching a game before going to a game. I'm sure I did, but I don't remember. All right, mine was '97 Tennessee versus Texas Tech. Um, I think it was on ESPN two late at night or ESPN. I think we won fifty two to seventeen. Peyton just dropping dimes in there. Uh, that was my first uh, game I remember watching. Um, anybody else have any UT fandom uh, little scenarios or something you want to add? <laughs> I I have a couple questions. Like okay. I, okay. I feel like I feel like we've been kind of negative, like. I want to know two things. How can, what do we have to do to win? And does this win qualify as a signature win for Josh Heupel? Hmm. We saw this debate earlier. I'm curious on your I thoughts. mean, I think the only answer to what do we have to do to win is play better on offense. I think that's the only acceptable answer. What, cat? Goodness. Um, but, yeah, that's my take. Y'all... <laughs> I, uh, yes, I agree, Matt. We have to play better. To win. <laughs> That's the, like, not worried about defense, just move the ball on offense. How about that? Um, you know, I, I really think that if we put any sort of pressure on them, maybe we, our hope is they collapse before we collapse. That's my only hope is that, What's you know, the like, Chris. What? What's the definition of a SIG win? <sighs> See, we saw the debate earlier, and Trent Flubb says <laughs> the signature win is basically whatever he says it is. But it's situational here. Like, this game is going to determine the tone and tenor for the rest of the season, if not his entire tenure. Like, we all talked <laughs> about BYU and Georgia State for Jeremy Pruitt. This is his BYU game to me. Let me let me ask you another game historically and see if it was a SIG win or not. 2018 Auburn. Yes. For me. <laughs> yes. It's the one I, okay. I said, I think Jeremy Pruitt, okay, good. Not, that, that, did that mean anything? Obviously not. Okay, so that's or, my question. Uh, Does it mean anything or 
But for, but it it juiced us for the rest. Of, well, no, was that first year? Yes. Okay, yeah, it did yeah. not. <laughs> I think it would be a signature win just because it's a, a team like it's Pittsburgh. You know, it's an outer conference for, opponent yeah. that's decent. Yeah, a great test of who yeah. we are because we're, we're you know. Let's be honest, you know, some of these they, top teams, Clemson wouldn't come into Neyland Stadium and we'd be talking about, oh, what we got to do to win? Like, what do we got to do to not be embarrassed on the national stage? So, yes, I think it would be a signature win. I'm going to say no, not a SIG win. I, my gut tells me the only games that qualify for SIG wins are Florida, Georgia, and Alabama. <laughs> I, oh, I think that – I don't know I don't know. be a signature win, but important win. Like, I think this well, win can important. be a four- – no, I think this. I think this pit game is like if we lose this game, the door is completely shut on seven or eight wins. Uh, but if we do win, we, we there's a possibility for seven or eight wins. <coughs> if okay. we lose, the door is wide open for five wins or four wins. I'm gonna say I'm gonna have a little hot take here. Go against the grain. I do not think the pit game is as important as everyone is saying it is. I'd like you to explain that. It is It is Josh Heifel's second game. If we lose, of course things could go very, very south, but also it is his second game. He can turn things around. I... Joe Milton could... Joe Milton could suck badly Saturday, but still end up being a good, good quarterback. I'm not... I mean, I'm going to say it's a little overrated. I think this, this is an important game just because it's a a conference opponent or not a conference, but a, an out of conference opponent that is the first true test of who you are as a team. Where do you stack up amongst you know the names in the nation, the the better teams across the country? I think that's that's the way I look at it. I think this is a big game, important game. I think it's enormous. I think it, it you can't overstate it. Can't. Yeah, I think that like, I think if we win, it's like, oh, as a fan base, we can be like, okay, the last error is officially shut down and we've moved on. If we lose, it's like, here we go again. I, okay, I'll, so I think if we win, I kind of agree that it's like, okay, we're going definitely going in the right direction here. But if we lose, I just, I still don't think it's. What if we in lose a, a close game? What or Josh or Joe Milton or anything. Will that change our opinion if we lose, you know, by a field goal or, you know, a close margin? Yeah. Yes, I. Moral victory is definitely in play. <laughs> Always, baby, go balls. All right. Yeah, I like this. Here's an, here's my question for the thing: is besides a win and loss, what would make you extremely happy or extremely mad? Like situational wise, without talking about no wins or losses. Joe Milton uh, makes zero manager. progress. Yeah, looks the same. That is okay. That would what what would make you happy? Joe Milton doesn't look the same. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Joe Milton learns how to do the happy dance in the pocket. I guess like Cam the, Newton. The, like the other side of it is the receivers stop the drops. It was no man, really that's on Joe Milton, that man, Rocket Man 2.0. I think Rocket Man right. just yeah. busting their gloves. Yes. The thing that makes me redneck mad is poor game management by coaches. We've seen it every coach <laughs> for the last 
however yeah. long. Josh Heifel goes out there and misuses timeouts or doesn't go for two when he needs to go for two or does an onside kick or something stupid. That's going to be the thing that gets me the most angry. That is one of the most frustrating yeah. things is when you have to take a timeout because the play clock's running down. It's like, what are we doing? I, I don't hate think that. we're going to have to worry about that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see I did it last week, that, but I hate seeing that. But I did see that tennis, as of week one, Tennessee ran the fastest offense in the country. Yeah, except we... <laughs> like uh, we're averaging like 9.8 seconds between snaps. I wish we could average some yards gained during those, but yeah, unfortunately it doesn't look uh, like... That, that's going to be our... Th- like me and Chris talked about it. You know how... When Tennessee is really bad, we're always leading the nation in something that doesn't matter. Like we led the nation in kick return, uh, kick return yards, and then we led the nation in something else. <laughs> really, really bad. We're gonna lead the nation in quickest offense Gosh. and still be really bad. Yeah, and defensive <laughs> time of possession. I'm sure. All right. Any more uh, fun little topics to go off on? What do you guys got? Did anyone notice how big Josh Heupel's nostrils were? <laughs> they are enormous. I couldn't he stop looking at the man's belly. I mean, he doesn't try to suck it in or nothing. He's just flaunting it out there. Like, that man has got a gift card to the copper seller or something. <laughs> he, he looks like one of us. He really does. want him to succeed. One thing I've learned, he... he he loves the five o'clock shadow things. Like he doesn't commit to the full beard, but he doesn't commit to the full shaven either. It's just kind of like, bro, do something with that. Again, he's one of us. Like seeing that guy. His his eyebrows are equal though. He did not look like a head football coach, but he looked like a, a, the type of football coach that I want coaching my team. I, I value large nostrils in my coaches. I'll have to look for that. I don't, I, don't, I didn't notice it, but they're extremely said the long. same thing about Pruitt, too. Halftime interview, they get, he's tall, so they get below him, and it's just, ugh. Oh, gosh. All right. Has All right, what else we got? Anything? Anybody? Any other questions? All right, you Any guys. other news or notes? Snooze and notes, guys? Well, let's, uh, no. Well, we're going to bring on Jerry. Here. All right, you guys want to do a trivia question? Yes. Okay, would you rather do a question about quarterbacks, kickers, or running backs? Surprises. Okay. Running back. Running backs. Okay. Which UT running back all time with at least 100 carries averaged the most yards per carry? At least 100 carries, all-time, running back, most yards per carry. Johnny Majors. Okay. Kyle? Caleb? I'm going to say Jay Graham. Okay. Kyle? I think it's going to be something crazy and funny. Hank, I'm going to (laughs) say Marlon Lane. (laughs) Okay. Okay. <laughs> just because. <laughs> just because. Okay. I'm just going for final. Well, number three on the list, Chuck Webb, 239 carries, 5.8 yards per carry. Number two, Kyle's man, Alvin Kamara, 210 carries, 6.2 yards per carry. Number one, all time for the Vols, 313 carries, 6.7 yards per carry. 
Mr. Charlie Garner. Nice. Oh. Yeah, how about that? How about that? Charlie Garner. Remember him playing in the NFL when I was a kid? And they would say, hey, he went to UT. And like, okay. Didn't know that. <laughs> Proud of it. Though. Proud of it. He waited right. his turn. All right, we're getting up on the hour mark here. Let's finish it off here with the weekly gripe and whatever we got. Kyle, what's bothering you this week? Uh, ever since Ida came through New York City, which we didn't get like hurricane stuff, we got major floods. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything is flooded, and the subways are like super delayed. So, like my you know a thirty forty five minute subway ride is now like an hour and a half. You know, so it's just all the trains are like super late. They usually come between three and five minutes, and now they're coming like 15 to 17 minutes, and they're going just slow. That's a city life, man. You signed up for it. Uh, Terrible. Caleb, Caleb, what's your, what's your gripes this week? You, uh, you're in the market right. for some carpet. Is I'm, that what it is? Yes. My carpet has been incredibly frustrating for the past 24 <laughs> hours. We were nothing about carpet yesterday and i've been on a crash course to learn everything about carpet so you've got polyester carpet you've got <laughs> nylon carpet you've got all these different blends of polyester and nylon you've got a thousand different colors you've got people all these different prices price per square foot price per yard you've got all these different kinds of pads you got to put under the carpet six pound eight pound nine pound with a liner ten pound and then oh, you go to all the stores and there's Brands. You cannot compare the carpets <laughs> whatsoever. No idea what to buy. But shout out to my man Robin for getting us hooked up with some nice carpet for my son's bedroom. Where, where, what color did you get? What kind of carpet? What, polyester? I mean, how thick's the padding? We, like, we details. Went, we went with a nice, cheap, standard, like, tan-ish that you see in tons of bedrooms. Okay, yeah. Okay, Chris, what you grabbing Similar. about this week? Carpet? No, but no. pricing. Pricing. Pack, a pack of eight Nathan's Bun Length hot dogs went up about three dollars in the past week. <laughs> Just three dollars? What the hell? Oh man, that's crazy. All right, any more gripes before I get to mine? Oh. Um. Well, guys, what did I complain about during the game more than anything? Rocky Top. Rocky Top. Ewad's no, hair. Oh, even more than that. Even more. What? Caleb, I think the exact words that you said was, nobody cares about the commercials, was it not? <laughs> the commercials. Applebee's? Hang on, I got some notes here. Okay. Apple. We'll save Applebee's for last. Okay. <laughs> the SEC had a nice little We Back vaccination uh, commercial. No complaints there. Amazon, I didn't care about it. I mean, it's a feel good story, but I mean, everybody knows their history. Chick fil A. This is where I started to get mad. Chick fil A's commercial. Featured a woman that redeemed 60,000 Chick-fil-A points. Now, I'm not a Chick-fil-A point redeemer or user or gainer. None of that. She redeemed 60,000 Chick-fil-A points to feed a homeless shelter. 
Chick-fil-A, why couldn't you just feed a homeless shelter? <laughs> why did a woman have to use these points and then you put her in a commercial like you did something? Pissed me off. Um, Burger King, that ASMR commercial has got to go. Makes me uncomfortable. I do not care about whatever you're talking about. Just please stop. I get chills. But Applebee's. Applebee's. Yeah, we fancy like that. Applebee's. Okay. I hated this commercial. The words I wrote here were just S-H-I-T. But guys... I'm in love with this Applebee's commercial. I think it's brilliant. I think it's great marketing. Whoever made it is wonderful. I absolutely enjoy that commercial now. Like, I'm not even kidding. This is not a rib. Shout out to Applebee's. Applebee's. Hey. I'm not the type of person. I don't understand why people dance. Um, I mean, if you say you want to express yourself, like, sure, I don't understand what you're expressing. You're kind of just moving around. But man, those that song, I didn't know it was a real song. I thought Applebee's just made up a little, you know, parody little song. Apparently, this guy really likes Applebee's, you know, and takes his date there on fancy nights or whatever. But I mean, just the most amazing turnaround I can remember in my life is going from absolutely hating the Applebee's commercial to thinking it is a pure masterpiece to grace our televisions with. What do you yeah, guys as think? Big Game Bob would say. <laughs> Big Game Bob would say, what a turn of events. Oh, baby. Tennessee wins! <laughs> oh, baby. What do you guys think about the Applebee's what commercial? Uh, thumbs up, all, thumbs down. Your, was this your... Your earth-shattering news that you were going to reveal. <laughs> okay, okay. I think Perfect. it was. It was that or no Rocky Top, and nobody seems to care about that. So, I want the pride to play the Applebee's song next week. Now that would be great. We should do over under on how many times we see the Applebee's commercial. Oh, it's ten. We're gonna, oh, we're gonna have to hire them intern, guys. It was like every commercial. And like my life is catered to not have commercials. Like I've got YouTube premium. I, I don't have, uh, I have cable. I don't ever watch it. Like I never see ads. The most ads I ever get in a week is when I was listen to Tony or, you know, a random podcast ad pops up. Like that's the only ads I get. So I hate ads. Like when I see them, I'm just thinking, Hey, State Farm, if, if you wouldn't have hired Chris Paul, whoever this famous woman athlete is, and whoever, like John Legend, isn't he one of them? How much more money could you have saved me on my car insurance if you didn't have to pay these guys millions of dollars to tell me to buy your insurance? It, uh, it makes no sense to me. I think advertising is stupid, and I don't care about it. And that's why... Uh, just to- Point of clarification. Oh God, here we, go. uh, we love advertisers. Anyone who wants to sponsor this podcast, please. <laughs> oh, yeah. We love you all. Except for Chick fil A and Burger King. You're not <laughs> I'm just kidding. We love you all. Except for Burger King. Um, so, anything else? Uh, any more gripes? You guys want to gripe about my gripe? Or 
No? Your, your gripe was perfect. All right. Spot. Well, that's what we live for each and every week. So, Saturday, noon Eastern Tennessee, Pittsburgh, Kyle 28-24, Caleb 27-23, Chris 23-17, and Matt 31-27. Uh, Kyle and me have Tennessee winning. Caleb and Chris have Pittsburgh winning. Go give them some hate on social media this week. Let them know that the falls are back. Any closing thoughts? Any uh, Anything at all? No? No. Not a, not a Go Vols, GBO? Uh, no? Go Big Orange. Go Big Orange. Okay, Kyle. It's like in Sunday school. You got to no. say one of Jesus' prayers. You know, Jesus, wap. We got to Go Big Orange? Yeah, Give me okay. one. Give me one. Uh, go Big Orange. Go, okay, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> we have to win this game. Okay, not heard that one before, but by God, fight, Vols, fight. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week. We might even see you this week for a post-game recap. Don't know yet. Cat's going crazy. Going to go take care of her. Um, guys, it's been fun. Hope you guys will meet me here again next week. Nothing else. You sure? Nothing's popped into your heads? We have to win. No. Kyle, turn that hat around. Let's see that front real quick. Then oh, baby. That. Oh, baby. That's what it's about, folks. Thank you, anyone and everyone. We'll see you next week. Uh, next week, we'll, we'll be on the new uh, Elite Porch Boys. Elite Porch Talk Boys on YouTube. Look us up. Uh, who's doing the Instagram? Caleb, is that you? Yeah, we are the Elite Porch Talk Boys on Instagram. The Elite Porch Talk Boys on Instagram. Kyle, what are you doing? Anything? No? Okay, uh, Chris, what about you? Talk. I'm throwing out a link and telling people about it. Hell yeah, a recruiter. Or, uh, and yeah, I think that's about it. We'll get on Twitter. I don't know about Facebook, but we'll do all that stuff. But folks, thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Whew. Well, damn.